This is Save Cell Chanel, episode 9. If you are new to this podcast, this podcast is dedicated to the different ways I save and sell one day at a time. It is an uncut, unedited audio diary of the different ways that I tried to save in the week prior and how the different ways that I sold on e-commerce platforms or local apps uh, the week prior. And I tried to share with you the different tips and my strategies going into the next week. So in terms of today, today is March, let's see here, March 3rd, and it was the transition from February to March, which is a brand new month, and what was interesting is that there was a lot of things that happened in terms of this week. In terms of this week, I'm going to go ahead and start out with the saving portion of it. Um, I was only... Okay. So I tried to really challenge myself this week because I wanted to see how many no spend days I could have. And if you're unfamiliar with that term, which is no spend days, that means you are not spending any money in terms of things that are unnecessary, like buying a cup of coffee or going and buying clothes or food or an impulse purchase at a restaurant. No spend days means you spend zero dollars. So I had two of those and my challenge of going into next week is to have at least five no spend days. So that involves meal prepping, that involves being mindful of where I'm driving so I'm not constantly getting gas. And usually I get gas every two days, but if you really want to save money where you can, spending money on gas when it's not necessary is really one of the ways that you can allocate those funds elsewhere. Um, And how I usually try to track my no spend days or how I spend my money is the old school way. I mean, I, well, not the old school way. It's not through the checkbook or anything. I actually use a calendar and it's a large calendar. I bought it at Half Price Books. If you have a Half Price Books near you, I would recommend going there and shopping even for planners or notebooks because since they are a smaller neighborhood and they still have very limited space, they usually have more sales towards the back. It's in the clearance section or just kind of walk the aisles. They'll put a little area for things that are like a dollar. So I bought two planners to help me plan out. One is for my spending where I'm allocating my money and the other one is for how I'm spending my time in terms of my side hustle, my projects, like how I'm edit, how much time I spend editing or posting an item on posting something on Instagram or how, how many times I'm spending sharing my closet. I really like to track my time that way. And I feel like the action of physically writing on a piece of paper versus just putting on an app and just seeing those numbers, the action of writing, it really connects to how my brain is processing that information because that's something I did. At least that's how my mind works. Maybe if that's how your mind works, maybe using a planner like that can help you really focus in on how you're spending your time and your money. And you know me, I'm all about giving tips on saving time, money, and the environment. So this week, I really want to make sure that, um, well, actually last week, because of those no spend days, I was actually able to use some of the money that I spent and get ahead of the bills for March. So I was happy for that because usually I'm kind of 
figuring out and allocating things and working things out with my husband so that our bills do get paid but this week i'm actually ahead of everything so which has been a first time in a long time so i'm glad that me cutting down all of my smaller expenses is actually showing good results and i still had a surplus in the end um going into the selling portion of my podcast i did sell two items this week one on ebay one on Poshmark. The first one was something that I really loved. It was a nice vintage Nicole Miller women's 100% silk vest. And it had prints of all of these different chocolate bars and like Butterfinger or Goobers or it was just nice. It was a nice printed vest. Uh, For Poshmark, I sold a men's t-shirt. It kind of had the Monopoly graphic on it. So I always try to find things that are unique and stylish and I try to post them on all the all four of my platforms. I don't usually limit myself in terms of cross-posting. Um, everything gets listed on eBay first and then I cross-post it over to Poshmark, then Mercari, then Depop so that I have a wider variety and a wider reach in terms of a potential customer. Now, a lot of you who have a lot of listings, that strategy may not work for you because you have a lot to, especially if you're a full-time seller, you have a lot to deal with. You have to go and source your items, post your items, or clean your items and prep them, post them, ship them, and then to add maybe well over 500, even thousands of items cross-posted over four platforms that is a lot of work. For me as a hobby and a part-time seller, my strategy has been for the past two two years, a year and a half, a year to two years has been to cross post to all four platforms because I have a method and it's usually to keep my active listings around 200 items, two to 300 items. And this year I'm trying to stretch that because I felt like the past year being comfortable with 200 items and knowing immediately and checking all of my platforms to make sure if anything sold to immediately delete it off the other platforms immediately because on top of working a full-time job, I can't go remember, oh, I have to go back and delete that. Just delete it on the platform and make sure, especially on eBay, when you go into your desktop, make sure under the unsold so that just in case there are any glitches, because this has happened to me in the past where eBay just automatically relisted an unsold item. Um, I just go back in the in your desktop and delete that unsold item too so you're not accidentally relisting that item. So in terms of this week in posting, I listed six new items on eBay and cross-posted six items on Poshmark, Depop, and Mercari. And the going into this week, I, my goal was really to cross-post or list 10 new items but I didn't get a chance to do that. I was doing that in between all of my other projects that I had going on. It was a busy week. There was just a lot going on in terms of my day job, but and um, trying to edit video or just trying to maintain some other projects that I have in the works right now. But I'm still proud of myself um, because I was able to, in my spare time, not only 
take the photos of those items, list the items on eBay, and then cross post them to the other platforms. So going forward this week, I want to focus on selling items that do not require as many measurements, such as shoes or accessories. For me, my strategy, and a lot of people may be against it um, in terms of clothing, is to go ahead and take my measurements all up front and then create a collage and have all the measurements there. I usually don't type things out because there could be typos and whatnot. I'm just, in terms of saving my own time, I'll just go ahead and measure everything and create a collage and post it there so that I'm not constantly having to comment, pull the item, remeasure it, and send it out. Vast majority of my stuff in the past was a lot of people trying to ask what are the measurements. And as someone who has a full-time job and has all of these other projects, this podcast, YouTube, editing video, trying to lose weight, trying to do my healthy wage, I need to make sure that all of that information is there for the potential buyer to go ahead and look at it themselves before truly reaching out to me and seeing that, oh, I didn't miss a certain type of measurement or they need to look for a different item. So my strategy is that I do put all of that information there. Now, I know a lot of people on Poshmark don't do that because of their whole um, sizing, backing up the sizing thing. But for my strategy is that everything that I put on eBay will be on Poshmark as well. So what I usually do is I'll go and list all of my um, photos on eBay and then I'll write my description on eBay. And then I'll go and create a collage of the pictures up to... Actually, my strategy is a collage of up to four pictures because I want to be able to cross post all the way up to Depop and Depop only allows you to have four pictures. So I create a collage and create a meaningful collage of all the information up to four photos. And then I'll just on my phone, copy the text, select all, and then post it on a Poshmark, Mercari, and Depop and then fill out as needed. So those are my strategies in terms of trying not to really segment what I post on eBay, what I post on Poshmark. I try to already put all that information up front on eBay and then cross post to the different platforms. So that strategy may work for you if you're just trying to figure out, you know, cause I really don't want to retype or retext the descriptions on any of the other platforms that are outside of eBay. I'm all about trying to find little hacks that I can use to maximize my time. So In terms of milestones, in terms of selling, in terms of projects, um, I did hit some milestones this week because of the progress that I am uh, accomplishing. I was looking at my little notebook that I have here uh, that I created at the start of the year and I have, let's see here, and this includes my milestones in terms of trying to pay off debt, but one of the, one of my little, um, I have a little list of milestones or things that I wanted to accomplish. So um, in terms of reselling, I had here on my first EBA account to get back to active listings of 100 items, which before, I think before the start of the year, I was only at 80 active listings. So I'm glad to be back up to 100 active listings on my first account. I'm trying to get back to my second eBay having active listings of 50 and on Mercari and Depop, I was actually able, my goal was to, I hit four milestones because prior to it was like 20, 30, 40, 50 
active listings on Mercari, but I hit over 50 items on Mercari. And on Depop, I hit one, two, three, four, um, two, um, a milestone of having over 60 items active on that platform. So I'm constantly working on it. Currently, my next milestone that I'm working on is on Poshmark. I'm trying to get an active listing minimum of 150 items on there and it's going to be one of those things where I, it's just consist all about consistency and listing so right now i am at 141 active listings so this week i can definitely hit that milestone my minimum milestone in terms of my poshmark active listings because my ultimate goal by the end of the year was to have 800 but in terms of sustainability in terms of how i have all these projects going on right now it's baby steps just to get to back to that 200 active listings so i'm glad that i only need nine more active listings to have the 150 so that's going to be completed this week because i can totally do that and now this adds more motivation for me to get better now i do want to talk in terms of poshmark I do want to share with you that this week they launched the Poshmark affiliate program and I know there have been a lot of mixed feelings about it because some people don't want to do it, some people want to do it, and um, I'm just going to tell you what happened. So I believe they had launched this, let me look at my phone here, give me one second. I'm going to look at my phone because I don't want to give you, I'm going to give you the exact things that it said on the Poshmark affiliate. So I believe, let me scroll through my phone. Still looking for it. Sorry, guys. Okay, so two days ago, they had said that I was part of the Poshmark. I got a post that says that you're eligible for the Poshmark affiliate program. It says you're eligible for the Posh affiliate program. Join now and... You, in order to be part of the Poshmark affiliate program, you need to have your social medias connected to your Poshmark account. In terms of the two campaigns that I joined, and of course I joined both of them thinking that it was a possibility for me to do both, but unfortunately in terms of the Poshmark campaigns, which they like to hide that in the background, it wasn't there for people to see, um, so let me go ahead and approach how I, I looked at it. So for the Poshmark campaign, the, it brought up, I had to link my YouTube and I linked my account that has over a thousand followers. So in terms of the Poshmark closet, so Posh, shop my closet. This is for Instagram post details. One photo post earnings, $10 qualifications 1 to 20,000 Instagram followers, content concept, time to clean out your closet and make some cash. 
Add a minimum of five new listings to your closet to get a head start on your spring cleaning. Share your style on Instagram by posting a photo showcasing the new items listed in your closet. Recommended talking points. Poshmark is the easiest way to sell items to clean out your closet. Encourage followers to shop your new listings on Poshmark by downloading the app using the link in your bio. Share your Poshmark username, telling your followers to find you on the app. Photo guidelines. Your photo must be of your closet, a styled clothing rack, or a personal style slash OOTD photo of you wearing any of the items. No carousels, no flat lays. You must own the rights to your photo. The post submitted must have been created within 48 hours of submission. Caption guidelines. Caption example. I'm adding new items to my Poshmark closet. Click the link in my bio to download the app and find me at your username. Hashtag Posh affiliate hashtag ad must include posh affiliate hashtag ad in the main caption at the time of posting to comply with FTC guidelines. Post instructions must add a minimum of five new listings to Poshmark closet before campaign launch tag at Poshmark in the photo must include posh affiliate ad in the main caption at time of posting to comply with FTC guidelines. Posts must be permanent, no archiving or deleting must add your custom tracking link in your bio as website for a minimum of 72 hours once your post goes live. No link, trees, no link trees will be accepted. Use the custom tracking link provided. Posting your custom tracking link is required to receive payment. Your profile must be on public. By opting into this campaign, you accept Poshmark's terms and privacy policies. So even for that payout, that's $10, that, there was a lot of um, parameters in terms of joining that. And then if you go and look at the other one, the YouTube one, which I have chosen to do, and I'll tell you in a little bit why. So it says Posh Tips for Making Money on Poshmark. Available YouTube. Details, one video, $20. Qualifications, one to 5,000 YouTube followers. Create a dedicated video on YouTube sharing your top five tips on how to make money using Poshmark. Recommended talking points. Poshmark is a free app that allows you to make extra cash from items you already own. How to get started and how to quickly navigate the app. How to create an amazing listing. Best types of photos, cover shots, how to write a great title and description. The importance of sharing. Sharing your listings daily. Sharing to posh parties, community shares. How to share, ship your items and how easy it is. USPS offers free boxes and you can schedule pickups. How many sales or how many how much money you have personally made on the app. Not limited to the above. Speak from your personal experiences. Be creative and fun and have fun. Video guidelines. Title of video must be how to make money on Poshmark or five tips to get started making money on Poshmark or some variation. The video must be entirely focused around Poshmark. Encourage everyone to download the app using your link in your description box. Insert your custom link in your description box. Link must be clickable and seen above the show more break. Example, download the Poshmark app and start selling today. Add hashtag Poshmark, hashtag Posh affiliate, hashtag ad must include that this video is sponsored by Poshmark to comply FTC guidelines. Post instructions. Videos must be permanent, no archiving or deleting. Use the custom tracking link provided. Posting your custom tracking link is required to receive payment. Add Poshmark, hashtag Poshmark, hashtag Posh affiliate, hashtag ad. Must include that this video is sponsored by Poshmark to comply with FTC guidelines. By opting into this campaign, you accept Poshmark's terms and privacy policies. 
So yes, that was a lot of parameters for this. And also after you look more into details at the bottom of that campaign, there's, a, you, there's more details to learn about it. And this is where they get sneaky that a lot of people don't know about. Once you click on it, it says, how many Posh affiliate campaigns can I do? You can only participate in one campaign every 90 days. Don't worry, we'll notify you when you are eligible to participate in another campaign. Please note that the social media accounts that you connect to Poshmark are the only ones that will review to verify post completion. So had I not read that and done the Instagram post for the $10 prior to the YouTube one, I would have only got a payout of $10 versus the $20 that is on YouTube for the YouTube one. So I'm glad that I finally looked deeper into that and don't make that mistake. Make sure you choose the campaign option that works best for you and you're looking into the details and the parameters to make sure it complies with who you are and what your story is. So I know a lot of people, especially some YouTubers, decided not to opt in to the Posh affiliate program because they don't want other people determining how they say or do um, what they say on their platforms such as YouTube or Instagram. They don't want other people telling them what to do. So, and I completely agree that, you know, this is something small, but for me, this is a good way for me to practice how to use these affiliate programs, and hopefully I can share with you what my experience is. The posh, the reason why I chose to do the YouTube affiliate program one is not only because the payout is $20, it is also because I haven't done a Poshmark video, and I wanted to go ahead and do that and I wanted to, this was really the push that I needed to go ahead and focus on starting some of my Poshmark videos and sharing my tips with you on how I sell on that platform and why that platform is really the one that's my top selling platform. And to be honest, uh, before I got started, when I started selling on e-commerce, I was really hesitant to even sell on Poshmark because I was such an adamant and a rah-rah eBay person. And over time, I was still, obviously, I still do it. I still post on eBay and cross post. But over time, I noticed that by going on and selling on Poshmark, vast majority of my sales are on that platform. And in terms of the ability to control the amount of effort and work that you put into that platform, you really do get some results back. Unlike eBay, where you have to just set it and forget it, which works for a lot of people, it doesn't really work as well if you're not using their promoted listings or if you're not using some of the things that help you in rank and help you be found by potential customers. So in terms of Poshmark though, they try to make it be an evil or a level playing field in that every person has the opportunity to share each individual item and it helps you in terms of ranking higher in the just shared filter. So for someone like me who doesn't have the funds to maybe get or pay for the promoted listings or even to get a virtual assistant to share my closet, it gives me that even playing field because as you know, I'm trying to save money because I don't have the money to allocate towards all of these things. But in my spare time, what I can trade money for time is to share my closet when I get a chance first thing in the morning or during my breaks when I can to these posh parties. And I've noticed that 
by sharing, I do get results, whether it's likes on my items, whether it's offers or potential people commenting. I see that there's traction versus on eBay, you have to really go into the data, check your impressions, check how your item is ranking, why people aren't looking at that, and then reevaluate what is going on. So I feel like the turnover in terms of sales is much at least in my personal opinion, in terms of what I sell. And all of this, again, is really in terms of what I do and how my selling strategy is. You may be selling something completely different and Poshmark may not be working for you. So our stories may be completely different. But for me and my personal story, um, Poshmark has been really the platform that has been the most consistent for me and really has been the lifesaver for me for a lot of for this whole process because I started in 2017 and it really has helped me a lot in terms of gaining back my time and not having to work a part-time job during the week because I used to have to work my day job eight to five and then go work six to ten on the weekdays and then work longer shifts on the weekends. I wanted that time back and I don't spend as much time on e-commerce as I should and I really need to apply myself but in the beauty of e-commerce selling on eBay, Poshmark and whatever other platforms that you choose to sell on is that as much as we complain about oh like this is time consuming me sharing my closet is so time consuming you want to know it's time consuming have to like drive somewhere not get paid to do that clock in work and then come back i mean and you're just making one set amount of money if you want to do that that's fine if you're making a lot of money fine but at the end of the day if i don't have to do that i am making even more money than I did when I used to work part-time, then I would much rather be in the comfort of my home, on my couch, sharing my closet on Poshmark and making sales that way. Like this is not, I don't know why people always say, oh, it's so time consuming. We always need to take a step back and look at how great an opportunity is. And let me tell you, I'm only saying this. This is not because, oh, I joined the Posh Affiliate Program. I'm sharing this information with you because this is my own personal story. And um, as much as people always want to say, oh, you know, it's so time consuming or going on Mercari and hitting edit next list to kind of trigger the rankings or same thing on Depop but having to edit next list and trigger the rankings and trigger the algorithm the only platform where there is a level playing field is on Poshmark I've tried different ones um I kind of wanted to start on Amazon too but that stuff is a whole new world and in terms of my investment of sourcing for that platform in terms of how much money I would receive back in terms of all of that I don't think for me and my selling strategy that I would really be worth it in in the long at this point in time because of I want my ROI to be greater than the amount of time and stress that I'm contributing to it. Granted, Amazon is like a behemoth. It, it's all about constantly feeding the machine. But like for me and what I'm trying to do and all of these other projects that I'm trying to launch, especially going into 20, especially now that it, we're well into 2019 and accomplishing so many tasks, I really want to grow personally in my own daytime, my own career, and in terms of my daytime job. So I really have to be mindful of everything that I do. And that's why every process that I do, everything that I do on a daily basis, on top of these two um, planners that I have, 
I do have two other planners for my day job. I have a calendar that has all the like macro stuff, like who's in the office. So that allows me like who's out of the office, like what are major things like I need. I have a huge macro calendar and a planner. And I also have a micro planner too that tells me, okay, this is a list that everything that I need to tackle during the day. And I know a lot of people are not in list form, but in terms of where I am in the hierarchy of the company, I need to be able to do that just so that I can knock out my, um, excuse me, my must do's so that I can work on other things such as learning more information within my industry. And my industry, if you're unfamiliar with what I do in my day job, I do work for inside sales for a metal, uh, I sell work for a manufacturing company that sells metal roofs and wall panels. So it's an industry completely unrelated to all of my fashion and stuff that I, I'm also very passionate about on the side. So I like to have those differing industries so that I can challenge myself that I can be successful in both because I feel that making sure that you understand selling and marketing strategies at the foundation. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. You, It's all about learning the strategies and getting better at your own techniques. So as much as you can learn that stuff in school, it's the practice and implementation that truly matters. And I really hope that people, because of what people have been taking away and I've been noticing a lot on social media, is that a lot of people have been just taking advice, taking advice, but not taking a step back and realizing, okay, this is my own strategy. As much as like, I want to do what this person is doing, maybe they have a completely different situation. For example, sometimes it looks like I'm doing a lot of stuff, but at the same time, I like don't recommend someone who has maybe a lot of kids, like a full-time job, five kids is also selling on Poshmark and you know has a YouTube like a person who like has a lot going on like much more going on and I say this all the time like god bless all of those parents and all these parents that are like hustling because just being a parent at home at alone even if you're just a stay-at-home mom or whatever or a stay-at-home dad you know taking care of the kids and the youth like god bless you guys because that is that is a meaningful thing and like I'm not in a position to do that and it's not in my own personal game plan to ever be a parent and we all have our journeys and I'm just like that is you know if especially those hustlers those parents who go and have kids and they still try to find a way to make money like through e-commerce like this is a blessing and I'm glad that you know we can all find a different way a different journey to make home money from home like this is a time that we are truly blessed to have the internet the technology that allows us to make money with selling things that we have in our own homes so i feel that people need to take a step back and appreciate that before we start being like oh i hate this platform oh like they're just doing x y and z i feel that people always want to see the negative and it's, it's our human nature to see the negative in a lot of things and try to fix it but hopefully I through my podcast through my journey and to be honest I used to be that I used to be a huge negative Nancy and it wasn't until honestly I moved to San Antonio and had some serious um epiphanies and I met my husband that like I completely changed my mindset so and I'm 30 years old so I only started doing that like having that mindset when I was 
just recently. So if I can come from a person of being a true true negative person always putting people down always like trying to work towards just getting the new fashion item or having the latest trends and kind of move to a mindset of you can still be beautiful you can still have nice beautiful clothing styling on a budget and even make money from home by changing the mindset of your your clothing your items your shoes should not be defined and your worth should not be defined by what label you are wearing your fashion should always be determined by your style should be determined by your ability to combine different pieces that make you confident so that you can go out into your day and make really meaningful meaningful memories so every time you get up in the morning even though like you don't maybe love your day job um this is also going to link to a future video that i'm going to do on my youtube even though you may not love your job there are skills in that industry in whatever job that you may have that you can always bring in into e-commerce so you can have a side hustle maybe so that you can create extra money for your emergency fund and especially for the people who are following me on my debt-free journey too i know a lot of us are trying to get some extra money just so that we have a safety net just in case anything happens so e-commerce is definitely one of the ways that if you are limited on time to be able to do it and even though if you start small start with five items grow to 10 and especially if you know you're new to poshmark ebay depop or especially poshmark feel free to email me or dm me on my save sell chanel on instagram or save sell chanel at gmail.com if you're like hey i heard your podcast you know i want to start out and i want to you know I, i need help sharing my closet i will definitely go and share your closet because sharing is caring i know a lot of people believe in don't share other people's closet just focus on you but i feel that the reach once you share someone else's closet that good karma that good energy always comes back to you tenfold so i'm all about community sharing because i have personally seen the effects of not only sharing my closet but sharing other people's closet it creates a domino effect and i feel that if we all can help each other in different ways and just change the mindset that we can all lift each other to have a better standard of living so that came into like a really long rant about what people need to do and like the opportunities but I hope I was able to make my point across which is that don't even if you are in a situation where it's it's kind of bad it's kind of negative um like you're struggling for money um like you have no idea how you're gonna even get started doing anything um, I, and I'm going to do a future video on this too. Um, you can always start if you have zero dollars. You have nothing to allocate towards anything. People always say start with what you own. But what if you are so you don't have any money at all that you cannot go and sell your items? For some of you who may be hearing this or just find me like on a library computer. Um, there are options online to take surveys and if one of them is global test market, it's going to be, it's going to take a very long time for you to make money. 
but in terms of taking those surveys but if you have the time that is a starting point i did global test market and it took me some time i made 50 to 100 dollars on that and i allocated that towards starting my reselling business I, I didn't have any money. Um, I started selling my own stuff and everything I sold. Like I needed that money to help me with my bills. But in terms of like trying to get money to start sourcing, that was one of the ways like I had no money. I was a broke college student. So I was doing global test market, gaining those points to convert them into surveys. Now, if you are a person who has a smartphone and have the ability to download an app, the app that I use, and I did create a video on it, how I was able to buy things for free on Amazon, which is the Quick Thoughts app. I use that app and they have surveys constantly. What I love about that is even if you don't qualify for the apps, um, you get 10 cents for just attempting to complete a survey. But if you do fully complete a survey, you get a, do a dollar for each survey that you take. And so far, I haven't been as consistent in it. But so far, I made almost $100 on, on Quick Thoughts. And also, my process for that and why I haven't gone and bought a new camera for my YouTube thing is because I want to show you if you don't have any money by using Quick Thoughts, I'm going to go and buy a new YouTube, new YouTube camera on Amazon through my funds on Quick Thoughts. Everyone is always feeling like, oh, I need to go and spend and allocate my money to go and buy this new fancy thing to level up. At the end of the day, it's your message and your quality of your content that's going to help you get to the next level. But in terms for me, I want to show you, especially if you are on a budget, you have nowhere to start that you can go online, there are things that you can do. So another option that you can do is to find some cool items or try to save money by getting your items, your essentials for free on Amazon. And then you can also not allocate that and spend that money when you're at the grocery store or whatnot. Use that money to go thrifting at your local thrift store go on their sale days if you have a goodwill bins near you that is a good place to start um but I, if you are off the bat are not a thrifter have no idea what good brands are i would recommend going to a local thrift store and going during their cheapest cheapest days only buy things that are if it's at goodwill only buy things that are half off if you have a texas thrift near you um go during their Monday sales where a certain color is 99 cents and then figure out like what are some good brands and I will show you too going forward and future videos how to really start if you are on a very limited budget how to source for things even though it's made its way all the way to the 99 cents um section because I know a lot of like seasoned resellers they are like I don't even want to buy something that's at that point right um, but a vast majority of my stuff that I buy and that I source is actually, and I usually don't like sharing my income strategies or my pricing strategies, but my items are always $10 or less or free. 
And there are many ways to get your items for free too, <laughs> or like for less than a penny, but that's during garage sale season. And I'm going to go whole, do a whole other video about that, but that's, I have so many, so much content and I want to share it with you guys. So hopefully in the future, like I can go into detail, but for right now, I just want to say that there is an opportunity for everyone to help make some extra money to lift us up out of whatever situation that we are in so um yeah um i think that's pretty much um everything that i want to say for this week i really i'm really excited about going and editing that youtube poshmark video and i should have it uploaded to my youtube channel on save sell chanel um tomorrow so definitely go ahead and subscribe to that channel if you're not already following me there and you can always follow me at glitter underscore associ that's my Poshmark closet if you want to kind of see how I do my own Poshmark closet. So I'm going to leave the podcast here. So until next time, I hope that in this upcoming week you find different ways to save and sell one day at a time.